It's Radio Newark on 107.8 FM and also on DAB across Lincolnshire. Uh, Thursday afternoon with Phil. Lovely to have you listening today. Uh, we like to open up our doors. Uh, not so physically at the minute. We can't do that due to the coronavirus outbreak, but we like to uh, virtually open them and have a natter to uh, uh, those around the area that are really working hard at the moment. All working from home as well. I hasten to add. Uh, this afternoon, please welcome to the studio, virtually, uh, Madeline O'Sullivan from uh, our CVS. Hello, Madeline. How are you? I feel great, thanks. The official title, of course, isn't just the CVS, is it? Tell us about your day job, what you get up to and, and your position. Okay, so Council of Voluntary Service, uh, sorry, Community and Voluntary Service, Council of Voluntary Service, that's the old name going back years and years and years. <laughs> So my day job is really, um, I suppose, overseeing the organisation. I've got a team of eight um, fabulous staff. They do a variety of jobs from organising community transport to community engagement. We have a dementia information worker. Um, Oh, all sorts of things they get get up to. My job really is just to support the team to do that work. And then we're supported ultimately by a team of volunteer trustees. Yeah, CVS we see around the area, don't we? The, the the acronym, you know, you see it a lot. But um, I suppose if you're not using any of the services, it just kind of it, it, it moves in, in, a, in a passing thought to somewhere else. You don't really think about what you guys have to do, what you get up to, and possibly how important the volunteer side of the organisation is. I mean, I suppose you couldn't do anything without volunteers, could you? No, no, and, and volunteering. I mean, that's why we were set up over 41 years ago. It was a, as a development agency to support and encourage local voluntary activity. So volunteering has, has, has remained core, a core function of ours, I suppose, really. I mean, we have volunteers ourselves. So our um, transport service is volunteer-led. We have volunteer drivers, over 40 volunteer drivers who support 400 individuals in the community, generally older people to get to hospital appointments, social appointments, just to get them out and about. Um, And then we support local groups and organisations with their volunteers. So we have a a kind of matching service, a brokerage service, where we will match volunteers, we will find volunteers and match volunteers to local organisations. And those local organisations are far reaching. You know, it can be something like the local hospice, or a local buddying scheme, befriending scheme. Um, and we've got about 160 organisations on the database that we work with. Wow. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. and, and we help them with um, a kind of guidance, information, advice um, on how to work with volunteers, sort of support volunteers' need. Um, we'll give them templates if they need templates, help them with policies, the kind of dry stuff around volunteering, if you like. Um, mm. But, but, it's important, you know, stuff like safeguarding, data protection, that sort of thing is really important when you're working with volunteers these days. So this work has really come into its own in the current crisis because we've been working across the district, supporting these spontaneous groups, these local neighbourhood groups that have just flowered really in response to the situation with their volunteers um, and then also setting up our own services um, which includes volunteers as well. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's, so that's, it's, that's it's, a lot of work to do, that isn't it? As you say, with these pop-up organisations, <laughs> well, we're all do-gooders, aren't we? We really want to help out, especially now. But it's all yeah. the backroom stuff, isn't it? It's all the know-how. It's all how, as you say, safeguarding, making sure people are safe when they're yes. volunteering their time. 
Um, it's not yeah. always top of mind, is it, when you're trying to do good for others? You think, well, yeah, but everybody just mucks in, don't they? But you can't always do that, and, can you? And I think on a, on, a, on a kind of, certainly with what's happened with the current situation, on a kind of street level where you've got neighbours helping neighbours and people who know, you know, making sure that they know who the neighbours are and they're safe, that's one level. But then when it starts to become a bit bigger than that and you've got groups organising more than, you know, one or two volunteers, then you have to start thinking about, um, I suppose, policies and procedures. And certainly in this situation where people have been setting up new services, unknown services like shopping schemes, you know, some of the calls that we've taken is, are our volunteers covered to use their cars, for example? Um, things that you just wouldn't think about. Um, I don't know, other things um, like, do they need to be um, what's called DBS check to make sure that, you know that they're safe to be working with them. Yeah. So there's been all sorts of questions that we've had to find out ourselves because it's it's it's, it's unknown territory. We've never run shopping schemes before or prescription <laughs> collection services before. So we've had to kind of do the work on behalf of other people um, and make sure that they've got you know trusted, reliable information really, and then they feel better about it. Volunteers feel better. Um, but yeah, you're right. We're, we're a nation of, of, of people, I think, that want to help. You know, the long, long history of volunteering in the UK, uh, it's almost part of our DNA, I think. Yeah. You know? yeah. And we respond very, very well in a crisis. Mm. Um, we've always had, whether, it, whether it's this situation or floods that we've had in the past, there's always people there that want to help, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this current situation that we're all in, though, is um, it's a tricky one, isn't it? I mean, on the one hand, we're being asked to to stay home and protect the NHS, save lives. Yes. On the other hand, we want to help as well, don't we? we? If we're healthy, we want to do something. So, how, you know, how exactly. do we get around it? What, what do we yeah. do? I mean, it's interesting that because that was one of the first questions we were asked and, and of our own volunteers when we were thinking about setting the scheme up ourselves. And we had to think about how can we um, make sure our volunteers are safe, they're, that they're safe and that the, the clients are safe as well. So we followed trusted national government and NHS guidance, to be honest. So it's about safe distancing. It's about washing your hands, making sure if they wanted it, they'd got masks, they'd got gloves, they've got hand sanitizer. Very, as you say, the, the kind of back of room stuff that you don't think about, but that we and all the other groups and organisations throughout district had to think about and set certain things in place. Um, and also, you know, to make sure that the volunteers felt safe um, that they were well to do the work. So we have to make sure that they are well and they don't have any symptoms. And if they do start to be unwell, then they stop doing the volunteering where they're out and about. But then there's lots of other volunteering that's going on. Um, for example, offering telephone, telephone support. So what they're calling the, the check and chat support. So um, for example, our volunteer drivers they are supporting the individuals who can who can no longer go out with daily phone calls. They're checking in on them. Are you okay? Um, do you need anything? Signposting if they need to. Um, so there's lots of work you can do as a volunteer without having to go out as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's <coughs> it's, 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 it's brilliant. The volunteer shopper support scheme then is the uh, the kind of one of the major thoughts at the minute because of the COVID nineteen outbreak. Um, I would imagine it probably does a lot of what it says on the tin, does it? It looks after people who can't get out and, and get what they need to survive. Is that right? Absolutely. That's absolutely it. And, and it dovetails all the other services. Um, but it's good to have lots of different routes 
because then we're not missing anybody. Um, so it links in with some of the local services that are operating in some of the local parish and parishes and towns. They have their own. Um, so if we get, we've got about 60 people registered on our scheme at the moment, 60 households. Um, and it is really that they, they'll ring in um, a member of staff will take their shopping list, will match them to a volunteer, a volunteer will go and do the shopping bring it to the house and there's a whole process in terms of leaving money, standing back, you know, collecting the goods, all of that. Um, and, and we're working with people that live on their own, but we're also working with families that are self-isolating because there may be a health condition. So, you know, families with children, older single, pe single people, maybe younger people that are self-isolating because they've maybe had the symptoms. Um, so, yeah, anybody really that needs that support will provide that service for them. So is there any, any qualifying mark for that? Or as you say, is it anybody that just needs it? Is that what happens? Self-isolating, really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if people self-isolating. I mean, one of the things we've recently been thinking about was um, the key workers. You know, all these all people that are key working, should we be looking at providing the service maybe for them because they're working all hours? Who's doing their shopping? Who's looking after them? So we've had some conversations about that. But at the moment, it's for people that are... Um, self-isolating at home and they can't they can't go out whether it's for health reasons or they're in the over 70s category um, or they're what's called the shielded category because they have the, the health conditions. Is this a service that you can sustain um, indefinitely or would there be a time when you know that you're going to have to say well we've we've done what we can and because at the minute none of us know when this is going to end do we we just keep, we just keep going we don't know we don't and and i think for the time being i mean we're applying funds and we've we've had some great support um from the county council they gave us a grant um our local um rotary gave us a small grant the local um patriotic um for um vets organization they gave us a small grant so we're trying to get additional funds because it's it's unplanned services it's nothing that we've planned for or that we have finances in place for but we shall do it as long as as long as we can because even though it's volunteers you what you need you know you need the back office staff to support that and volunteers need to have their expenses paid if they're using their own vehicles um, so there is always a cost to volunteering, which obviously people don't always see either. But we shall do it for as long as we, we need to. I think we're looking at the moment, um, probably to about June, July at the moment, is where, where we kind of put our plans in place to be providing the service. Mm. And there is the, the, the flip side of this. It's, it, obviously, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing thing to do, but there are many people at home at the minute who unfortunately been furloughed from work so they, they can't go to work and you know we've, we've all been sat around at home now for five weeks and we want something to do so on the volunteer side if it's something you've not thought of before and you are fit and healthy then this is a perfect example of what you could get involved with isn't it absolutely we've got um 90 volunteers in total our existing volunteers were the volunteer drivers and we've got we recruited 45 new volunteers and some of those are furloughed staff so they're furloughed staff from local authorities that work, for example, in the leisure centres. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got um, dentists. We've got teachers. We've got a mechanic, um, local business managers, a whole range of people that have, that, that have offered their services and are volunteering because, as you say, they are well. Um, they want to do something. They want to help their local communities, be part of what's happening in their local communities. So, yeah, we've had an absolutely fantastic response has has the whole country yeah yeah i mean overwhelming yeah. uh, the hundreds of thousands of people that, have, 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 that that want to help you know but we've got 45 new volunteers and we're really really pleased you know yeah. and to have such a background as well 
Um, you know, they're a great bunch of people, and I'm hoping that we'll be able to retain some of them going forward. That was the next point. I was yeah. thinking that, you know, they, they've been involved in it at this level, yeah. and when things eventually get back to some kind of normality, they may have loved it that much, they don't want to stop. Yeah, and, and we're already thinking about opportunities. Um, so, for example, we might want to continue with the, the kind of telephone support. Um, I'm always looking for new trustees. Our trustees are volunteers, and we're looking for new trustees. So I'll be chatting to these volunteers and seeing if anybody's interested in doing that. And then, you know, the, the groups and organisations out there that we try and match volunteers to, so there'll be opportunities there as well. Um, and, and some of them may be, may be worried about their futures. You know, a lot of people are worried, are they going to have jobs after this? Yeah. And it's a great way to build your skills and your experience and your knowledge Um in terms of looking for future employment as well, so it's a, it's a yeah, I think it's a win-win situation. It certainly sounds like a win-win one, doesn't it? It's uh, it's incredible. Bottom line, though, is people are looking being looked after. So you know those, as you say, that can't get out, they're self-isolating. Uh, they can use the service here, the bespoke service, to to get essential food and nutrition through using uh, CVS at the moment. So if anybody on that side of things would like to find out more, what's the best, the quickest way of getting in contact with you guys to get it sorted? The quickest way is by telephone. Um, so the telephone is 01636 Um We also have a dedicated email address for people that do have email, but of course not everybody does have email but if they want to contact us by email that's support at and it's n-a-n-d s-c-v-s dot org it's the word and right it's and not a yes 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 a, yes. Not, yes there's an a-n-d in there folks there's an and in there <laughs> <laughs> very, very important uh, but yeah ring ring and the team will will um if they're not there, they can leave an answer. You can leave a message, and if the team are there, then they'll deal with it straight away. Um, and we're open Monday to Friday. Right, um, okay. Telephone lines. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, please do stay safe. Um, everybody's at home. I'm here talking from my house. You're in your house. It's kind of weird, isn't it? We're all kind of it's silly, old, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're just sitting in rooms talking down microphones, <laughs> which should be. Well, in fact, my my microphone is in front of my fire. I can't put my fire on because I've got everything <laughs> everything here for work. But for the time being, Madeline, thank you very much. We wish everybody yeah. and you can show at CVS all the best. We must stay in touch. I know it's you know we're right in the the right in the centre of this at the minute with everything that's going on. But let's uh, let's stay in touch past this point and let's see how things go. Great. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Thank you.